0: Supercoach Guns and Adrianosaurus. Supercoach Guns and Adriannosaurus. Hello, ladies and gents. You're with Adrianosaurus, the co-host of Supercoach Guns and Adrianosaurus, My other co-host is Nathan from Supercoach Guns. How are you, Nathan?
1: I'm pretty good. Um, yeah, no, I've been doing a lot of tinkering to my... NRL side, how about you?
0: Yes, I have been doing tinkering. Um, Obviously, I've been so immersed in the Big Bash, um, but I'm doing podcasts with The Whisperer. So we're talking a lot of super coach. We're talking a lot of lineups. We're discussing a lot of sort of fringe. Are they going to be relevant players and are they not? Um, you know, and I've made changes to my teams completely different to the team that you and I released a few weeks ago. We recorded our initial one. Um, we've had changes. We'll obviously go over where our teams sort of sit now, but it's getting uh pretty exciting. Um, it's only four weeks away, isn't it? Now just over. Um, yeah. Getting Something some like getting some mail in, you know, about rosters. Oh, you know, famously we were arguing about Tessie New versus the Hammer. Um, I've, I've seen up here in Queensland, I've seen some footage and the hammer is training at fullback and I'm hearing little whispers that it's looking pretty good maybe for him there. And Tessie knew, you know, could be back up or, or, or on the edge, you know, well, in a center spot or something like that. So, um, you know, you hear things like that. They've, they've pretty much confirmed Tom Gilbert to start in the 13. Um, you know, so there's been mail that's sort of come down. We know the Ponger now is going to be a six. He's not even training at fullback um i don't know a bloke you're interested in a lachlan miller is you know we're hearing whispers that that is all but done um it's going to have some implications um which we'll go through um you know when we get to their teams in particular but we're going to cover team previews of the panthers um the bunnies and the cowboys in today's um podcast we'll go over what we think they're going to line up please be patient with us guys because we don't know (laughs) We don't know. We're just speculating. And what we've seen in the traps, we have seen training footage. We have seen comments from players like Guthos, like Hopgood's a bloody legend. He's going to be awesome at thirteen. You know, I think you pretty much lock him in that he's going to be starting in the thirteen for those eels. Um, I wanted to kick off the show by going with the amendments um, to the 2023 season rules. I'm not sure if you've seen them, Nathan, but I think they're pretty good um, changes. I'm like. Liking that they haven't tinkered too much with it, and I think some of the changes that they've made, you know, they make for a better game, don't they? A better NRL um, spectacle,
1: yeah. No, I, I do like the changes, most of the changes that they made. I mean, it, it did feel like that the three HIAs activate the 18th man that was when I was particularly happy that they reduced the end to two, yep. Poor um, old
0: teams last year that had like not lost two, and then maybe if one had done an ankle or something, you, they had three players off and they still couldn't bring someone in. Um, yeah. HIAs are something that we're taking much, much more seriously in the game. And, you know, I think teams are, as absolutely once they'd had two out for a HIA, you're like, well, write that team off for the rest of the game. They should be able to bring in a, an emergency player when that happens.
1: Yeah, no, they should. I, I would have put it as, you know, two injuries and then you get to, you know, blurry line. Yeah,
0: they're it's like, oh, line. he's done no, no, on no, an ankle. You're like, yeah, oh, he's playing next week. No worries, is he? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, Look, the bunker is something we complain about a lot, like the bunker interfering in foul play. Um, So it can only interfere in acts of foul play, which are deemed to be reportable. So Because they just get in the year over every little thing, even going back like one play backwards and stuff. the spectacle is absolutely down the gurgle. I get, so I'm screaming at the TV when that happens. So pull back the bunker only if you, you, if it's going to go on report, you know, maybe they'll just put everything on report. The You know, (laughs) we'll start seeing a bit of that, but you know, to err on the side of caution, but, I'd be happy for them, the match review committee after the game to go, all right, well, we missed that one. But I, I just think on the field, all those stoppages and interventions from the bunker, for the fan of NRL, it absolutely ruins the bloody spectacle. So I like that one. Captain's challenge after the referee blows his whistle in uh, to stop play rather than only after his decision resulting in a structured restart. I think that's fair enough, to be quite honest. Um, a challenge could also be made following the final play in each half if the referee has already not blown the whistle for half or full time, does that mean they've changed it so that the Cowboys thing last year would have worked out? It, it, that yeah. would have been legitimate with this new rule. <laughs> um, off, I like this one. Offside infringements at the scrums, a full penalty will be awarded for offside at the scrum happens. Basically every bloody scrum, doesn't it? Um, you know, So... Uh, Offside at the scrum infringements by the defensive team anywhere on the field. So it's a full penalty now, which I like um, and teams can decide between repacking the scrum or taking the penalty themselves. I think oh, while fair, we were saying your soft draw early, you got someone like Val Holmes is a pretty good goal kicker. Um, you know, there could be a few extra points on offer. Cause would i say if they're like 20, 25, 30 meters out, they'll just take the two will won't they most likely. Yeah,
1: no, they will. And, it will make, it makes skull kicking backs a bit more, you know? You consider them a bit more with these new rules too, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, I think it might just help the goal kick. You know, goal kickers could be just a tiny bit more relevant this year. 10-metre um, compliance in the general play. Active defenders must have both feet in line or behind the referee when setting the 10-metre defensive line. Referees can also award a full penalty um, for multiple offsides as opposed to um, a sin bin. So, Viti, I like that. Anything that I, I really feel like I watch some games, and I'm like that was a bloody rubbish 10. You know, they've just set clear parameters for how the ten should be and it'll just result in penalties if they don't do it. I think it's gonna keep a respectful a respectful ten, which I think could just keep the a bit more of the attacking brilliance, you know, to some of the halves and backs, because it's a proper ten would be lovely, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, it would be. And I I think some will argue that it's nitpicking, but you know, you can't just let Give give a person an inch and they'll go a mile, you know, that saying. It's a bit like that in this situation.
0: Yep. Um, Completed tackles, they'll call held and release when the tackles complete rather than the separate calls of held and release. Good, because it's bloody confusing. You know, even to the bloody players, they've got no friggin' idea yeah. half the time. Um, look, I think the biggest one um that could have super coach implications is the grounding the ball. Tries will be awarded if the ball rotates from the hand to the wrist or the forearm, providing there's no obvious separation between the ball um and the hand and the or the arm. I like it because if there's no separation, you know, that's that's we've we've called that for ages. You know, we've had torso. Groundings, So it makes sense to me. Do you think that'll just simplify some of the put downs? You just see daylight in between it. If it's in the arm region and the wrist, you know, and no try. If there's a gap, if they keep, keep it all together, you can look a little unco and they'll, and as long as there's no separation, try. I think we probably, how many tries you reckon last year were disallowed because of that?
1: Oh, there was definitely a few. I would have said it was at least, you know, two or three around across all our games.
0: Yep. I reckon so. I reckon probably 50 to 60 in the year. So, I mean, that's probably going to be good for super coach purposes as well. That's what we're going to do. Sort of touching on the rules. I think they're better. I'm, I'm excited for this year in the NRL just with those changes. I like less bunker. Mm -hmm. A lot of the nonsense disallowed tries when it really looks a good try to me. I like um, penalties for offsides on the scrum and such. I like all of it. I think it's really good by the NRL this year. Um, Let's kick off the show. Well, we kicked well let's get go to round two of the show. Um and we'll go through our teams, I'm sure are very different to where they were. You know, my latest build of my team, you know how much dollars I've got left over? How much? Zero. I've never done that before. I've got absolutely $0. I've never been a, you know, they always post it on the socials when someone's like, Oh, look, must be kismet. I've never done that. Actually. I've never just landed it when I've got the players that I wanted and I've got $0 in the bank. Now you kick us off with your lineup, how you're looking right now. And we'll talk through some of the reasons or the changes.
1: Okay. So hooker. I have, you know, the two. In my opinion, the two set and forget hookers this year: Harry Grant and Brandon Smith. Mm. Harry Grant, I can't pass up on. I people are saying, well, Reece Robson might might perform at the same level. He won't. It's just it. He's just not not as good. He's not as good of a player. Both of them are going into their NRL careers. they have probably, probably both been starters for around two years, properly in the NRL right now. Oh, this is Grant's fourth year going into. Anyway. My point is, is that Grant's a light years better than super coach. Like, I don't think Robson even averaged, he averaged 64 against 80-minute hookers Mm. in playing 80 minutes against top eight teams last year. Harry Grant averaged, I think, late 70s in the exact same position, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Well, the way I see Harry Grant is that he didn't play, he didn't average 80 minutes. I think it was 74, something, you know, it was in the 70s, I think, last year. Reece Robson did start off with much, much lower minutes and then built into minutes. But all I would say to people is you don't know that Reece Robson's going to get 80 minutes. You know, he could be spelled by Cotter even, or they may take in someone on the bench. Yeah. Um, And look, Harry Grant, you take a cheese out of there who was definitely in a minute share. You know, there's got to be maybe a minute uptick for... um, him you know when the, you've got some he, he's he's such an integral part of that storm lineup oh sorry, the dogs in the background as the missus is leaving going crazy um yeah so I like it um look I'm not going to tell people not to go Robson they got a really soft draw um to start the year I think you could go Cook um if you really they've got a tough draw but I think that Cook um is an exceptional hooker and I think that Robson at a discount with their soft draws, a pretty good one as well. But I'm the, I'm in the same boat as you. It's Harry Grant. I think he's going to be the best hooker easily yeah. all year long.
1: I remember in the, very, in the very few rounds that I didn't own Harry Grant last year, I was rocking in the corner. I was like, I can't believe I've done this. This is shocking. And I don't want that feeling round one, you know. And that's why I'm picking him. Brandon Smith, he's an obvious selection, undervalued. He's he averages, uh, what is it, seventy three point six when he's playing more than sixty five minutes at hooker, mm. and he's priced you know maybe just under half of that, probably thirty points undervalued from where he from from that, so he's yep. a locked in selection for me.
0: Hundred percent. Yep.
1: Yep. Uh, front row, I've gone with Daniel Saifidi and Tom Gilbert. Saifidi, mm. again, another pretty obvious one. Average sixty. High fifties, early sixties in the last few years. Price of forty-four average. You know, yeah, are picking because he's undervalued. Tom Gilbert, we've seen that he's confirmed as the starting lock for the Dolphins. Yeah. Yep, I love the look of him. Great footballer. He's an Origin forward. He's going to be the leader of that pack in the long in the long run for the Dolphins, and I reckon he's a future captain of that side as well. Um, he's never actually played a game at lock in the NRL before. Yeah, but. I think as a lock, you're going to get bigger minutes, you know? And I feel like he's a worker. So I'm sort of in the opinion that he's got minutes equal to points, you know, or one PDM. So yeah, I'm thinking he'll be in the high 50s, early 60s average by the end of the season.
0: Yeah, what's his price?
1: I think he's... Uh, 494 He's only $10,000 more than Saifidi.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think in that value proposition, once you've got that confirmation of starting in the thirteen. Um, you know, he probably jumps up into that midi category of of front row mm. that you can go with. I mean, I feel more confident about him starting at lock than I do about Lindsay Collins because you've still got JWH in there. Um, you know, Yeah, so yeah, you, uh, you Lodge. So I mean, and you know, Lindsay Collins can find an injury. You know, <laughs> yeah. go in head first and knock himself out cold. Um, So I don't mind it. Um, I think you know, it's it's something that we'll see more teams probably taking a punt on
1: him. Because he's I think so been too. all but
0: confirmed,
1: yeah. Yeah, I think I've just gone a bit earlier than a few people may have in this season. Um, bench front rowers: Jack Hetherington, Frank Lampel. I talked about them last show. I don't think it's still. I don't think, don't think it's changed really. Uh, my opinion on them certainly hasn't. So I'll keep it moving along. Uh, second row: I've got David David Fafita. Um, yep. I think everyone knows why he picked Fafita. Undervalued a gun half joining in. If he, if he can't do it this year, he, he'll never do it again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Garner, he's a tenor. Um, He's on that lead to left edge. He's probably more of a work rate style forward than what Villani Kikau was. I'm hoping for a higher base, um, but maybe not as much attacking upside as what Kikau brought. But that sort of evens out. He'll still be undervalued regardless of Sweeney. So mm-hmm. there you go. Elias Katoa is my third back rower and I think he's a real shot at being by the um he's he's an lethal attacking weapon a big fella um you put him on an edge with some quality halves and monster he's and he could run freak havoc across some defenses and I'm all in on him. He could be he could he could not quite match IPAP's effort but he could do an IPAP style shock at re-emergence sort of thing. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Yeah, well, what I, I hope to see is him in the trials starting in the second row. Yeah. I kind of feel like of of the lineup that they've got, he, he seems more of a natural second row pick. than I mean, Tarek can obviously do it as well. I think that that seems like a logical setup for mine.
1: Yeah, no, I think Katawa should be a, one of probably their first picks back rower, in my opinion. Because um, you've also got Sims who can cover the middle as well. He might be better suited bench forward in that sort of position. Mm. Bench. Um, yeah, so my bench, I've got Hopgood as my first reserve, as well as a reserved forward along with Brandon Smith. Um, so Hopgood, we know he's going to start at rock. Um, he's a ridiculously high worker when he's on the field. He's sort of always been a 1 ppm kind of guy. Um, in his reserve grey career, and he replicated that into the NRL last year in round 25, scoring 67 in 68 minutes. That's the sort of thing you can expect from Hopgood. Maybe not as many minutes, but a very similar output to that sort of thing.
0: Yep, and all we're hearing the chat out of there is that that's just one locked-on position. He's going to be there locked. Um, I think he should be in every single team.
1: Yeah, every single team. And he will be probably by round one. Um, so the other person I've got here is Trey Mooney. Yeah. Now I don't know what the goss is about him, but he's looking pretty good for a bench spot, and there's some whispers that you know he's that he's going to eventually take over that thirteen spot. And in which case, if he can start out as a bench and earn his way into the starting side, he could become a season long hold if he performs. You know, 230, 234, thirty four, eight hundred. It's not you can take apart. There's so many options at that price that if he fails. He's not, doesn't quite live up to the hype. You can just flip him sideways to another guy.
0: Yep. Um, look, that is the look on the mail. I'm hearing is probably not to start. They might be going for Horsborough. They might, you know, they might throw Elliot Whitehead back there and put CH in the second row. Um, but they see him as that future. I mean, you know, in that same mold there as Hopgood, he's, he's got that sort of stuff about him. He's a very likely customer. Um, if he didn't get a bench spot, you'd obviously have to think about something else to start the year. You'd want at least minimum for him to be on the bench so he could start generating money and hopefully does grow into the position. Um, but look, people are taking a speculative on a lot of 200 and something prize. You know, how is it any worse than Blore?
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, and... We won't really know definitively who's where at that price range until TLT, you know? So it's just all speculative play skills. And yep. I say that as a warning for my next pick. I've yep. drawn Bryce Cartwright.
2: Brycey.
1: Yes. Party, I'm party. I am a believer that they will use Ryan Madison as a lock forward off the bench. Oh, let me Hang on, 20. I'll give you one of these. Are you for real? I am for real. <laughs> I'm thinking they're gonna play Maddo will come on after, you know, twenty five after the first twenty five minutes, Hopgood's taking the thing out of the game, but he moves to prop, you see, to, and then they bring Madison on essentially for one on R uh, C G and Paulo, because you know that Hopgood can play big minutes in a row. Then you've got Bryce Cartwright, who I would have said is a better edge forward than Matthew Dory, his competition. And you've got him and Sean Lane doing their thing. And Cartwright, when he's good, when he's playing eighty minutes, he's a superb footballer. Really, in the top team as well.
0: Yeah. Well, we're we're going to cover their lineup. so you'll see how yeah. I've got them lining up. Um. But yeah, yeah, look, that's that's obviously a tentative one. You want to see? I mean, obviously, Maddow's. He's not going to get a, a chance to overturn his thing, is he? Um. The, well, he's I don't idiotic. know. Um, I'll sit out four games. Is it four games?
1: Uh three games. Three games. Three thousand dollars. What <laughs>
0: a bloody nutcase! What a nutcase!
2: <laughs> oh,
1: jeez.
0: That's what you get for it. And he's not going to be there. I don't, I, I, because he, it would have really been, I know he tried. He said, Oh, no, I'll take the fine and I won't do it. Can you do that? You obviously can't.
1: I don't think he can, but he'll try. I don't know how much success he'll have, though.
0: I mean, you know, because it's such a future thing, because we're in the off-season,
1: I don't see why you
0: can't. It doesn't matter. That was the option before. You know, why do you have to. Keep it. You're like, oh, okay, well, I took I took it then because I was carrying an niggling injury, so I thought that would be the best thing to do. But now I've had a quicker-than-that recovery, so I'd like to take the fine.
1: It yeah. hasn't happened. I,
0: it's a future event.
1: They might approve it. I don't know. I really don't have an answer on that one. Yeah. I'm
0: All right, well, we'll keep um, moving on. Bryce Cartwright, I, I, Cardi. I'm sure he's – I can't yeah. believe he hasn't ever appeared on your never-again list.
1: Oh Well, you see – I haven't been burnt by him as much as I would have liked. See, the first season I played was the, you know, Cartwright went nuts.
0: Oh, well, get ready for it this year, I reckon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I to get burnt by him this year. Anyway, uh, halfback, I've got Cleary and Hines. Pretty simple, you know, two best halfbacks in the comp. I uh, lock him in from round one and send him to round 25. Or round 27, isn't it, this year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, five eights. I have gone with. Matt Burton and Josh Shuster. Mm-hmm. there's a massive debate about whether it's Dewey or Burton, you know. I'm in the Burton camp because I think, you know, he's playing for what I would have described as the better team. He's got better job security. He's the face of the club, you know. He's got everything in his favour. Whereas Dewey, yes, he scored more last year, but he could also end up at centre in round two, even if he's named at five eight round one. So yeah. I'm just of the opinion that Burton's the safer pick with the exact same points output across the entirety of the season. Uh, yeah, Shifter, I mean, uh, he's,
0: look, um, he's not training at centre, is he, Burton? <laughs> he's training in a 5-8 position. And he's a goal yeah. kicker. I mean, so is Dewey, is he? I mean, is he going to kick goals? Dewey's
1: a goal kicker. He probably will, yeah. But it's the exact same commodity, except Burton has been job security. So why will not you back that?
2: Mm.
1: Anyway. Josh uh, he's my second five I'm I'm, I'm quite a big fan of him. I think this is the year he breaks out as a 5'8", and, you know, we won't see him at, a, at this cheap price ever again in my eyes. Yep. Okay. Now, center wings. This is where things get interesting. It's a lot of guesswork. Um, My main center wing is Murray Talagi from the Ooh. Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. I wanted a piece of the Cowboys. I don't want Reese Robson because I don't think he's as good as what people are cracking him up to be for Coach. I would go Val Holmes, but he's so expensive, and you'll see why I haven't gone Val Holmes later on. So I've gone with Murray Talagi. He's on that their left edge. Scott Drinkwater loves a cutout on that left side. We've got Tom Dearden out there, I believe. They like going to him a fair bit. And Val Holmes is out there as well. So it makes sense that they're going to pepper that left edge. And I think Telagi benefits more often than not, particularly with that soft draw. Um, I've got Charles Nickel Pockstad as my second. Well, it's not anyway. Yeah, um, as my second center wing playing fullback, pretty cheap price. Seems logical. Uh, third center wing, I've got Remus Smith in there for now. Mm-hmm. That probably will become the hammer, though, if uh, I get more confirmation that he's fullback. But for now, it's Remus Smith because I know he's going to be starting at center for the Storm. Round one, um, he's undervalued. I think, you know, he averaged roughly 50 in the last full season he played at centre. Yeah, he wasn't great last year before he injured his pec, but I feel, I'm hoping he bounces back a bit better than how he was playing last year. My um, fourth centre wing, it's a bit thin, but it's done stuff. Mm. And now I think that he'll get a the right wing spot for Parramatta round one, and... He's a good footballer and I think he's undervalued for what um he will produce I'm not saying he's going to be a world beater I'm saying he's probably going to reach maybe the full thousand mark you know yeah, well,
0: they, you know you don't there's, there's some value there in the centers this year and I think um we'll go over the yields team lineup. I think yeah, it yeah. makes sense because it looks like yep. he, he'll be there for round one.
1: Then the three bench centre wings. I've gone super cheap. I've got Paul Alamotti. I still think he's starting at centre round one. Um, I've got Alafaina, Cam Pereira from the Gold Coast Titans. Looks like he's going to take a wing spot. Would you believe it? Round one, and I've got Bailey Hodgson fullback for the yeah. Knights because if for as long as the Miller deal is not confirmed, I'm thinking Bailey Hodgson will start there round one. The talk has been gagga I'm aware, but now the talk is starting to come through that. Hodgson's been training a lot at fullback.
0: Oh, I I heard bloody Tyson Gamble.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the wooden spoon. If that's the way you're gonna go, Knights. Yeah. I think exactly. I mean I'm hearing little whispers that they're right in the nuts and bolts of getting Miller across there. Yeah, if he
1: gets um, across on taking um Tulagi to Miller for sure.
0: Mm, I mean, on the Tulagi, um, you know, I, I think he's getting better every year. Yep. Yeah, um. All right. Off to the fullback.
1: all right, We'll keep this short as well. Latrell Mitchell and James Cedesco. Yeah. I've gone the trail. I've I've heard. I. I would rather tr- downgrade Latrell to Turbo than up, try and find a way to upgrade from Turbo to Latrell. You know, mm. round one he may not play. There's actually no real reason for him to. when to run around and then a bye. He may as well just have the first two bounce off. Then he comes back three and four. If he's shooting the lights out then, then round five and take Luttrell down to Turbo.
0: No interest in Paps. He's, we're actually seeing nah. footage of him over in the US
1: and he's doing exactly. good stuff over there. Yeah, nah. It looks like he's going to miss the first two rounds anyway. Yeah. So I'll, I'll bring Paps in if he, one, comes back and shoots the lights out and two, at 950000 I don't think I'd pay it.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, look, I would love to to see Summer Tommy Turbo over there kicking goals and come looking, looking great in the old hammies. I, I want to see something of him. But look, um, he hasn't left yet. Hasn't he? No,
1: that's another reason I'm trading. He hasn't left the US yet. He hasn't left for the US. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's weird. What's he doing? Having a holiday.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But you're a football player, leaving. mate.
0: Get those hammies right for bloody next year. It Doesn't feel good like he's going to be there for. What's the point with them going into a buy in round two? Yeah. But look, um, I think if you know Souths don't have an easy draw. I know that we say Latrell's matchup proof. Um, but you know if you've got a if you've got other people that you can reserve and you think that Tommy Turbo is going to come back at, in round three, and look, let's just say he's there for like a trial or something, and he's you know you, you're probably fairly safe that he'll be back by three. Would you, mm. you obviously stay with your pick, I reckon?
1: Yeah, I'll look, I would need to know that he's very much clear, clear to play. You know, I would need a 100% certainty that he's good to go, you know? Yep. And currently I've got 100% certainty that Sean sure Mitchell will play around one and I don't have that in Tom Jaboyevich.
0: Fair enough yeah I mean that's quite a bit different than your last um, lineup. I think the balance is good um you know there's there's you've obviously gone thin on in the center wing there to be able to fund a luttrell type move mm. um you know and we'll see we'll have a look at my team. Harry Grant and Brandon Smith. Have I been tempted by Ross Robson? Yes. The Cowboys have a really nice early draw. I owned Robson. I ran home with Grant and Robson last year. I was really happy. It was one of the great things I did last year. Do I think he can replicate that this year? I think he can. I think he could probably, you know, over the year, it's probably going to end up better because he did start on very limited minutes in a minute share, but I don't even know if that's not going to be the case again this year. I don't know if they see, I think they may like a utility Granville. They can play him in the back line even if they've done that before. Yeah. Um, Just got some utility value. I don't know if they're going to do that. I'm I'm big on Robson this year, but last year I sat Munster and Grant in round one. That's why I don't care if I've got to sit Tommy till round three. If, he's, if I'm getting mail that he's good. I don't care about sitting one of these because it saves me a trade. You know, I, and I, I have no doubt that I'm not going to have to make a trade in in hooker with my uh, Harry Grant. Um, Brandon Smith, I reckon he's just the go this year, isn't he? He's been signed as a yeah. hooker, main hooker over there. Get him in. Yeah. I've got Luke Thompson in the front row. Um, look, he's got the handy jewel, 512,400. Um, he looks good. I saw some footage of the old doggies there. Uh, I reckon yeah. he's a talented footballer. I think the last time he was... You know on good minutes and it was a more of a stable season he averaged 60 plus didn't he um
2: yeah
0: and I just think that he's I think he's a good I'm not spending big big in the front row but I think that um pairing here with my other front row a Dan thefiti is a good move I've, I feel more confident about the front row um now um on the bench I've gone Sean kepi um look you know if I went down to Moali I could probably save a bit of money couldn't I but I like Kepi there. I th- I'm tipping him to start in the front row. I thought he was one of their better forwards last year. Um, look, uh, they've got – what's his name? The Who's the big tall – tall timber over there? Paseka, um, Huh?
1: Paseca? Yeah, Paseka.
0: I think he's the main Peseca. rival to probably start, but I still think Kepi's going to get good minutes off the bench, and I think um, – Luke Thompson, Dan Zafiti, Sean Kepe. I think that that's a pretty good front row if you're not going expensive in the front row. I've got Pele on the bench as well. A fair chance of taking a bench spot, isn't he, there? Um, And you don't get many that are um, bottom-price cheapies like him. Um, Look, I'm in the day for Fida Camp as well. Um, Look, I love the look of Angus Crichton, you know, and I think he's going to be somebody I desire greatly. But, look, I think... This is contract year, so we're going to get an absolute ripping effort out of David Fafita. I don't know if he could be a shrinking violet this year. He's coming out of his $1 million contract. I know the Raiders are on him. Um, but I think Kieran Foreign is too great a footballer to not utilize someone like David Fafita. Yeah. Um, Luke Garner, I think, you know, he-, he may not be quite as good as Kickout, but he's going into Kickout's spot, so there's still going to be some fat him there and I think he's a good footballer I think he's a good footballer going into a primo role in that team Um look I don't think that I, I think Sorensen is a great impact player off the bench so I think it's I'm yeah. pretty confident that Luke Garner's is going to start I'm also Alicia, Alicia Katoa um, he is somebody that I hope gets the second row spot at the Melbourne storm. I've liked him ever since his warriors days. I don't think he's, um, amounted to everything he could in the NRL, but if he does, um, get the gig, um, to start, uh, I'm happy to take a pun on him at the Melbourne storm with those brilliant halves in Munster and Hughes, um, feeding them ball. Um, look, if he, if he was on the bench, uh, maybe I rethink it.
1: Yeah. I, I would probably – what would what would you do? He's well,
0: I mean, yeah, look, I mean, if he was not to get the start, I could get Kepi down to Mowali, get an extra bit of cash to pump him in and get him up to an Elliott or something like that, you know. I don't know if I'm close enough, but we'll see. Yeah, I could get him up maybe to um, Nat Butcher or something, you know, see how we go there if, if, if I need to. Yeah. Um, but he's in there currently, and I just got a feeling in my waters that he's the fit. I think they bought him. You know, he, it was a strong purchase. They were very. They said we want him, and I think they knew the players they were leaving. I think they brought him with the mind that he's a damaging line running second rower, and I think that um, I saw some training footage and he's looking the fittest I've seen him look yeah. um, out of the Melbourne Storm. There, um, Jermaine Hopgood looks bolted onto the thirteen. I'm gonna don't want to have him in there. I think everyone should. Um, Hetherington. He's obviously got the jewel. I've obviously got Thompson up the top there as well. So I've got a bit of interchangeability, you know, I see comments. um, There's no way he's going to start at the second row in that team. Look, I think he's going to get good minutes regardless. He's um, 266,600. And I think he's going to um, get good minutes in the team. I'm tipping that he's going to probably start. I don't really think, you know, Brody Jones as any superstar. And he's probably the only, the only one that I reckon would take the second row spot. Um, I'm tipping him to start. If not, off the bench. It's not a big outlay of cost um, to start with Jack Hetherington. He is a bit of a lunatic, though, let's be honest. Um, uh, my other bench spot is going to be Ray Stone. Yes, Tom Gilbert has been all but confirmed to start in the 13, but I, I still reckon that Ray Stone at 246,000 is going to get 40 minutes a game. So, I mean, we're, we're talking about like Moali and stuff. We might get 25, 30 minutes. Ray Stone is two hundred and forty six thousand, and I'm I'm confident he's going to get forty minutes. Um, look, I don't think Gilbert is. I think Gilbert's probably on for fifty minutes, and I think that Ray Stone's going to probably be on for forty minutes. And I think they'll, you know, use um, Gilbert. You know, they could put him up into the front row or get him into the second row. I, I just think that um, in all the promos. Uh, You look at all the promos for the Dolphins, Ray stones front and center in there. I think he's got a big part to play in this team this year. So it may not be starting, but I think that he's going to get 40 minutes off the bench. He's got um, hooker duality as well. Not that I'm going to probably change in there, but if we get an injury, I've got to, I can bring him up to, to hooker. Um, do I like anyone else in there? Look, we'll have to see how all the chips land for teams. But at the moment, I've got him in there because I think he's a 40-minute benchy. Um, Nathan Cleary and Hines, no uh, need to discuss it. Um, I really just, in that halfback position, I'm not excited by anyone. I think last time we spoke, you had Hughes. I don't mind yeah. a bit of Hughes, but he's hes not going to be, I think he's going to be a fair few points off Hines and Cleary. That's, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, no, I don't. I like the look of you know some of these uh halfbacks but I think you might at the end of the day I was like what's the difference between Hughes and um Hines the goal kicking right and mm-hmm. so I just went okay that that probably settles I'll just back in Nico Hines and Nathan Cleary for this yep. year
0: um look I've got Matt Burton in the 58 it was kind of I mean I was dillbags bags when we last spoke um he was a pretty expensive um, I prefer Dewey. I think he's an absolutely ripping five eight. Um, you know, he's such a he's Dewey's a good soup coach scorer. Um mm. Burton last year he had some ups and downs. He, you know, he's up and down. If you're gonna buy into the fact that they're gonna improve this year and they've got some absolute targets now, you know, a, a healthy TPJ. You've got kick out there on an edge. Um mm. you know, yeah, so I think that there's gonna be you know, there's going to be try assists there for Burton that are just made by getting a pass to kick out before he busts through and goes over for a try, you know? Yeah. There's a weapon there, and that's a try assist that he wouldn't have got in the pass. Um, there could be more goals on there as well. And, you know, he's at a price that makes your team work. So I've got him in there. I've gone Schuster as well. I mean... I've seen some people there going St. Sullivan from St. George. Um, I reckon you go one or the other, but look, St. George are on the bye in the first round. So yeah. you hate know, if they go, oh no, we're not going with Sullivan. He's going to be the bench hooker and we're going to start with M by. I'm I'm very confident that is going to go line up in um second uh, in the um 5'8 position for the Manly Seagulls. I have gone and splurged on Avell Holmes. Um yeah. last year. If you listen to my podcast, I was a whingy piece of shit. I was whinging about Val and all the points he was getting. Look, he um, in today's modern game in an attacking team with a good run, who's you know a goal kicker. Um, centers are getting points now. They're they're getting points where five eights were getting in the past. Why, uh, i.e., me complaining about Cody Walker getting ripped off. Um, Val was the recipient of last pass a lot last year. Um, and he's I think the new rule changes benefit him as well. I have one cowboy in my team. I one thing I will say is I'm gonna have a slice of that cowboys team somewhere. You know, maybe um and I'm like, should I go save some money by going Grant down to Robson? No, I want Grant. Um, so the person I'm gonna take in from the Cowboys team is Val Holmes. One of my big regrets from last year, I'm not gonna regret it to start this year. Val's going to be probably a top four center winger again this year. And yeah. that run to start the year, they hardly leave Queensland. They're up against soft matchups. They've got a, an easy one first. It's the Raiders.
1: Yeah, no, it isn't. No, it's I... Up the mill. <laughs> it's
0: a way oh, no. game. It's a oh. home game for the Cowboys.
1: Yeah. Oh, Cowboys at home are really good too. I'm I'm a fan I'll, I, If I could If I could have the money I would definitely Go get Val But I don't So I've gone with His winger You know yeah. really um, Look thinking.
0: the thing The thing is um, No We get bad news On Tommy Turbo You know He's Rehab's not going good Well he hasn't even Bloody left apparently So um, but I, I'm gonna plan for Tommy Turbo. I'm not gonna have him for the first couple of rounds. That's what I want to plan for. Um, but if the mail was much more negative on Tommy Turbo, Val would be the one I downgrade because I'm happy with everything yeah. else in my team. I'd I'd downgrade Val because that is an expense that I'm using as a luxury. I'm having a luxury pick. I think everyone should have a pick in their you know, if somebody didn't want to go Matt Burton, they just went Munster. Like you said last week, just Pappenhausen's not going to be there early rounds. Munster's going to be the fullback. That could be the absolute pod move to get you off yeah. to a hot start in the year.
1: Oh, I'll tell you what. I may end up in Munster round one, <laughs> if I see his name to fullback. I'm yeah. be able to hold myself back.
0: Yeah, and That's I cool. just, I, I, when I, you know, I had in there total the oh, last time we spoke, And then I had a look at the Cowboys draw because obviously we were doing them today uh, and I'm just like, wow, Val's going to be on for some big points in this game. Um, Isaac Thompson. um, I think he's better than Tane Milne. I think it's his position to lose. Um, Look, if the first cup, Tane Milne's back round two, I think so. If Thompson jumps out and Tane Milne gets the spot, you know, we haven't had price changes. You can adjust if you need to. Charles, kick niggle clock star i've got him in there he's a fullback you know they've all but confirmed that he's going to be the fullback um which um i think that's a pretty good um one to have in there at his price point i've gone tommy talau um i did have charlie Staines, um but obviously i told you at the start of the show i got zero dollars left so i don't even have enough to go um talau to stains i think um Staines, if he was the fullback, I really like the look of him at fullback, to be quite honest. But I also like the look of Tommy Talao. Now, Tommy Talao has found an injury, hasn't he? Here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. Um, But it looks like he's pretty locked on to a centre position in that um, West Tigers team, unless they go, put Dewey, the centres.
1: Yeah, no, I am i wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Like, you got Brett Nade you've got Kapola, you've got Talao. It's not the walk-up starter that I thought. I I would have liked at the price, but you know. Yeah, well, we'll there's... have to wait.
0: We'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah. I think um, you know, most West Tigers fans that I know, they they're like, no, nah, Tommy Talao's fit and he's going to be the centre. Um, I mean, Tommy Talao's probably got more runs on the board than Capoa, Kapo- hasn't he?
1: As a talent, oh, he's got I, don't some- they, I don't know. I don't know. Capoa had some pretty good raps coming out of him from the. Uh, Roosters, and then when he went over, Kapow only ended up there because Sonny Bill came to the Roosters for a six-game stint.
0: Um, now look, um, if it's not Tommy Talau, you, you know I'd probably be willing to take a punt on the hammer if he got the run. I had Remus Smith in my first um run of my teams, um, but I didn't. You know, I changed my mind on that, and I also in the most recent run of my teams had Tyrell Sloan. but obviously the Dragons um are on the buy in round what one. So it's just my luck for Tyrone Sloan to not even get picked when they line up in round two, because yeah. coach is a bit of a lunatic, isn't he? So um look, it's Tommy Tillow at the moment. Um Obviously I'm going to get well and true. Truly I'm going to have the notice I need to be able to change it. If I need to Hayes Dunster's on my bench. Alamotti's on my bench um, and Khan Pereira is on my, on my, on my bench. Um, look, if they, we've heard out of the, uh, out of the Bulldogs camp that, um, They've had what's his name at um fullback harem hey, and Herum. yeah and they've and they've put
1: uh Avarillo
0: into the centers. Um so if that's the case, it could be maybe not an Alamotti to start or the other talented one in there to start. I know they've got Skelton. another Skelton. Yeah. So um I'd love it I'd love to be able to go with Alamotti or Skelton. You know, um, whoever yeah. if one of them gets the run, I just cannot believe that they're. I thought that um old mate showed that that was his position last year, fullback, at the Dogs.
1: Oh, Avarillo, yeah, yeah, I thought it was too. I mean, I know they're going to get Stephen Crichton for twenty four, right? Um, but I would at least you know give give Avarillo the opportunity to show that he could be worth something at fullback in the NRL, and yep. then you know let him test his value on the open market. You sort of owe that to. Him. Really, yeah.
0: Anyway. Um, look, I don't know if he's going to be in or, or out. Alamotti, I've got him there tentatively at the moment. I'm not going to be going in with any nuffs to start the year, so no. I'm going to find a player in there to, to pick. Um, in the fullback position, I've gone Tedesco and Travojevic. Um, I'm I am worried about Tommy Turbo. I'm willing to have him sit out the first couple of games and have him for three. It's just my because you know, to go up to it's nearly three is it 300 plus K to get up to?
1: um yeah it's, to, it's to 310 i think roughly
0: yeah 310 i've got to go down to a real sort of midi in the centers if i want um so at the moment in order to have a val which is my smoky sort of get off to a hot start move i just uh i want tommy turbo to i want to see some good mail that the, you know they're doing a latrell type job on his hammies <laughs> going yeah. to get him back in full strength and you're rare to go, you know, the miracle worker over there in the States. Um, that's the team as it is now. I feel pretty confident um with the team. I like it. Um, Tommy Turbo is one that I sort of worry about. You know, I'm not worried about Ray Stone. I think he's gonna get 40 minutes. Um, I'm pretty happy with the lineup. Um, obviously we've got to wait on Alamotti Talau, see if they're named. But there's a few like in the hammer. That uh well in in my price range or I could take a punt on Sloan. Surely they're gonna go with Sloan and give him a go now. Or yeah. the I think they it's will. It's about time to give the kid a go and let him get used to first grade.
1: Yeah, well, this is the thing. I think we saw that have uh, what's his name? Paul Crawley released an article that said that the which might be unfair, but the drag saying essentially the dragon season relies on how Tyrell Sloan performs. That's like yes, sort mate. of just how important of a player he could be for them in the future and how Influential of a player he could be, you know, he could end up being one of their best talents in quite a long time to come out of their rookie system if he can find his feet in first grade. He's just got to make the adjustment. Once he makes the adjustment, he'll be a world beater. You know,
0: yeah, work on that defense a little bit, just get a bit of confidence, get 10 games behind you. I think you'll be much, much better. Yeah, all right. Well, let's move into our team previews where we don't really go into huge depth, we're just going to go through how we think they're going to line up. People are putting players into their team, we'll say how we think that this, these teams are going to line up, our best guess. Um, and we'll point out a couple of players that we might be um, remotely interested in. Start with the Parramatta Eels, um, last year's grand final. So, we've obviously covered the um. Penrith Panthers. By the way, who are we? where are we predicting the Penrith Panthers to land on the ladder?
1: Uh, top four, probably. Yeah, I would be, it'd be hard for them not to be first or second, I think.
0: Yeah, I think they'll be first or second. I've tipped them for first, and I've tipped the Chooks to come in in second. Um, where do you see the Eels finishing regular season?
1: These are the eight, I reckon. They're missing a few quality plays in that forward pack. Their hooker is not probably way past their prime. And you've also got, I don't know, I've never been a huge fan of Clint Goverson at the back. So he's, he, I just think they're, they're significantly weaker than what they were last year. And they won't make the grand final, but they could, they should make finals with the roster that they've got.
0: Yeah, I think they'll probably, I think I've got them down in fifth, maybe, or six. I don't know. I can't remember now. Um, but, look, the simple fact of the matter is that last year, you needed players like IPAP, like Lane, like Maddo, like RCG. Yeah. You needed all of these guys on. That's how you get to a premiership. You'd say you get to a grand final birth. The Raiders had it when we had John Bateman and, you know, we were firing on all cylinders with Jack White and having a season out of his skin. Charles was on fire at the back. You know, it all needs to fall in place. And you can't take out... Um, Players of the quality of IPAP and how he, I know they made him sort of made him into that player, but yeah. he what he did play like that last year. Yeah. And the replacements, while that's yet to be decided, um, you can't take out Reed Marnie and you can't take out IPAP. I mean, look, I'm a Canberra Raiders fan, and I think that Josh Hodgson is at the tail end of his career.
1: Um, and yeah. if you
0: gave me a choice right now for my team, would I prefer Josh Hodgson or Reed Marnie? I'd probably take Reed Marnie.
1: Yeah, no, I would too. The only thing that I could say is that Hopgood's like, the one guy that could take him there. I feel like he, he's a candidate for yeah. probably already the potentially the rookie of the year, potentially the lock of the year. Like, he's that good of a footballer. It would not shock me. He should play for Queensland this year. He's that good of a player.
0: Rightio, so I'll go through how I think they're gonna line up for round one and you can tell me whether you agree, disagree, yeah. whatever. Um Gutho in the fullback, you've got Sevo on one wing, you've got um Dunster on the other wing. I'm I'm tipping him to start. Is um old mate that got injured last year with the ribs there, um Sean Russell, is he fit?
1: He's fit. He's yeah. there. I don't think he'll get a game because Dunster's been higher up for a long time now. Yep. But All right, he's Fair there. Fair enough.
0: Um, oh, well, cause I mean, we've all, I've got, we both have got Dunster in our team, um, Penasini and Wunga Blake in the centers Dilbags bags and Moses in the halves, Regan, Campbell, Gillard, Josh Hodgson, junior, Paulo Sean Lane, I've tipped Jack Murchie, um, to start in the second row. I think he's a talented football. Obviously he come from the Raiders. So I've got, I'm high on him. And I thought he was really good at the Warriors as well. Um, so I think while we obviously got Maddow out for the first few games, I think Jack Murchie could be the guy that comes in. Um, I don't mind you, Bryce Carter. He's he's played plenty of second row. He's got plenty about him as well with ball play. It's definitely got to be a possibility that he's um, the one that goes in there, but. You know, they've been saying nice things about um, Dory as well, as you mentioned. I think it's going to be – I'm tipping it, It's going to be Jack Murchie. Obviously, Jermaine Hopgood in the lock position. Onto the bench, I want to say it's Cardi. I think it's Makahizi Makatoa. Um, I think it could be Offahigi Ogden um, come over there from the Bulldogs and Jacob Arthur, who I don't think should be on the bench. But, you know, you he can do the utility-type role. yeah. Um, I've got other players being obviously Jarrell, Moi, Masia. They've said good things about him as well. He could maybe jag a a spot in there on the bench maybe. You've got Dury, who's been um, highly touted as competing for some of those main roles in the team. Rodwell, Weirbu, Greg, and Mitch Rain, obviously there as a backup sort of hooker. Um, You know, because I feel like maybe Hodgson coming off all those injuries, you know, there could be someone that needs to spell him, particularly to start the year. For a few yeah. minutes, twenty minutes a game, something like that. Um, what do you got different to me in that lineup?
1: Not very much. I think our bench composition is a bit different. I I also included the, the eels of. It's reported that the that to towers join the eels. As well. Ah, yeah, well, yeah. So I've I've got that in here, and I'm assuming we're doing round one seventeen. Got the best seventeen.
0: No, we're doing round one. People are picking okay. setting
1: round up. One. Their All right. Yep. Okay, so I've got. Gutherson at the back. I've got the exact same back line as you. So Sebo, Dunster, Wings, Blake, Panasini, Centers, the obvious halves. Then I've got RCG, Paulo as the front rowers, Hodgson at Hooker. I've got Lane and Cartwright as my back rowers. I just think they need to get Cartwright more into the game. He's such a weapon with the ball in hand. And I feel like they missed him in the, in the final in the grand final last year using him properly. He could have broken that game open and got him back into it. Um, you've got Jacob Arthur as your utility. I think he'll spell Hodgson for 10, 15 minutes, you know. Um, and then I've got a bench makeup round one, of Tapau, Makatoa, and Matthew Dory. And then I think as the season comes on, Madison will join the bench in place of Matthew Dory. And the minutes spread will be spread more evenly across the middle to accommodate Madison.
0: Yeah. I mean, it could be made up of those. I mean, look, I've kept Dury out of mine and gone with McIntyre. I think he did, you know, he's probably one that's got to be in the running for it as well, hasn't he? Um, And I've gone Ogden, you know, he's a new purchase there, but if you've got Tapao coming in, he probably takes precedence, doesn't he? Tapao's pretty punchy off the bench as well. I don't think Madison's going to come off the bench. I really don't. Um, you, you look at Maddow, the quality of Maddow and down to Jack Murchie and to Bryce Cartwright, you know, I think Bryce Cartwright's probably a f- 6 out of 10. I think Murchie's Mer- probably a 5 out of 10 footy player and Maddow's an 8 out of 10. He's he, he's an absolute weapon. Um, uh, that's what the reason why I think Murchie starts and not um, Bryce Cartwright because c- Bryce Cartwright can ruin your t- first 20 minutes because of all popping silly passes or you know, just slipping off a tackle, you know, Murchie seems like to take the sting out of the game, makes a good defender, runs a good hard straight line. And, and Bryce is a good p- impact player. He comes on and he just sparks him. maybe that's what he could do. Um, but look, I, we're not going to know where Maddo is going to be. You can't start your year with Maddo. So no. right till Maddo comes in and see where he's picked needless yeah. to say um if Maddo does come in I don't think that it's going to be 80 minute um performances out of their second row I think with players Ooh. like Dury, with Bryce Cartwright um Gertie. you know yeah there, there's a lot of second row that could come into the yeah. second
1: row and I don't think Madison's even going to play second row this year I see him as a lock forward and they run with a full forward rotation pretty much in the middle so I think how and Matt is... Us.
0: Yeah, Maddox could start a second row and then obviously Hopgood's going to come off because he's not going to play 80 minutes. Um, you know, maybe Maddox goes to lock. You think he played
1: yeah, 80 minutes? I, I, I just, I still like and might use a few of these, you know, t- um, Paulo, RC Gene, um, Hopgood just to take the bite out of the first 20 minutes and then Maddox can come on and just be like that little energizer bunny essentially through the middle. I like, get he's a bigger boy than that, but y- you get the idea. You know what I mean? I think yeah. That could be the way they utilize him, and it could be very lethal, to be honest.
0: Yeah, well, I think they need um every minute they can get out of Maddo this year. He's already fucked them over with his, I'll take the weeks instead of the fine. Um, but I think we're similar, we're in the same ballpark. They've got um, yeah, I mean, look, they've lost a couple of things last year, but it's not the worst lineup in the world, is it?
1: No, it isn't. I just, I just, well, I'm, I wonder how well they'll about.
0: Yeah, Um it is hard to stay up for a long time and as a Raiders fan, we got, you know, we went grand final, prelim, missed the eight. You know, like <laughs> that's just the way we went. Just got back, snuck in last year. Um Alright, we'll move on to the Cowboys. You can go through the how you think they're going to line up for round one.
1: Alright, so I've got Scott Drinkwater at the back. I have uh, Murray Talagi and Kyle Felt as the wingers with Peter Hicku Val Holmes as in the sentence. I've got Deirdre Townsend as your halves. And then the front row, I've got uh, Jason Tamalolo and Jordan McLean. I have Rhys Robson at Hooker. And then the second row, I've got Nani, And I've gone with Jack kashevsky for now. Mm. Uh, and then at lock, I've got Cotter. Um, and then Grandvi- a bench of Granville, Hess, Griffin and Mitch Dunn.
0: Yeah, because Mitch Dunn is injured, isn't he? So he's not going to be there for round one, is he?
1: Um, he will be. He'll be okay for round one. It's Lukey that won't be. Right. Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, Done. I left under-done. him out of mine because I, I thought he might be not yeah. there for round one. That's right. Um. Yeah. I've gone. I've gone. Cotter in the front row. I think they sort of you know, did that last year. I think that. Yeah. Um, maybe I think he's actually a better thirteen. I think he, you know Lolo's just a bargey. Barge hard. Run hard. You know, um, yeah. I think that maybe it suits, um, Cotter to go in the um, in the in the lock position. But I've got the same as you. I've gone with Cohen Hess to start, um, in the second row. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: you know, he's
0: made it to Origin. He had a pretty good year last year. Cohen Hess, what's his price? Four hundred thousand. Um, I've got Jake Granville, Griffin Neem. I've got the Goz and Tarmel is back there, isn't he? Um,
1: is back there. I wasn't sure really if he'd crack their best 17, but he very well could, couldn't
0: he? Yeah, I mean, if Mitch Dunn is available there and, and ready to go for round one, he, he's a good chance of going in there. Obviously, Luciano's got his problems. Um, well, Luki's not going to be too far into the season. What what's, what uh, round do we think he's he's looking at? Um,
1: it looked like it was the first six weeks.
0: Yeah, so he, he'll be soon, and I think he'll probably come in and sew up that oh. second-row spot. Um, yeah. You got other names like who a filler inner is, like uh, Ben Hampton, Brendan Elliott, Shibasaki, um, JTB, Jermaine Tanua Brown. Um, you know, I think that's pretty much a settled lineup for the most part. they have obviously going to be waiting on Luciano, Luki. Mitch done if he's not there for round one. Um look, I I I, I, meant, I should have mentioned actually when we talked about the Eels, um, the players that I have mild interest in on a green, amber and 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 a like. Um look, I'm obviously Green lighting, Hayes Dunster. He's too much value to not start if if, you, if he's going to be there for round one. Jermaine Hopgood, I think, should be in everybody's team. Um, I've put an, uh, an amber light on Bryce because I think he is a chance to be there, particularly with Mado out for the first three rounds. If Bryce Cartwright plays big minutes in the second row, 234,000. I mean, I'm going with Ray Stone. I think that I prefer Bryce if he starts um dill bags now i i had dill bags i think dill bags is going to be on the heels of Munster this year um and i think that if you wanted to treat yourself a la what i've done with val Holmes, you could go with dylan brown um not interested in gutho no, yeah. You know, last year we had a cheap penicini. I think that's Dunster for you this year. No interest in um, Hodgson. Someone sent me through a team with Hodgson the other day, and I was like, I'm a Raiders fan, and I've got a big soft spot for Hodgson, but I could, couldn't could do it. You got the cheese, so don't, don't waste your time getting cute like that. Now, moving over to the Cowboys side, I think the relevance um, of going maybe one or two of them is, is high because they've got a really nice draw to start the year. Um, if you're not going to go... Um, Spend the money on, you know,
1: uh, Luttrell.
0: Anything wrong with going with drink water?
1: Uh, no, there's nothing wrong with going with drink water. I mean, if you want to take advantage of that top, that soft draw early on, I think, yeah, you could definitely go with drink water. I'm just not a big fan of the lack of ceiling he has. You know, he can't hit these 150 scores, or at least he didn't last year. So if he's going to hit them this year, well, then that changes everything, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, well, he hit a couple of hundreds last year. He's he's worth 746 there. He's worth more than Val, so he had a pretty good season. Um, Look, I've got Reese Robson there as – I think he's one of the top three hookers you can go. That's what I think. Well, probably Cheese is up there as well, the top four, because of his value. People are saying, in order for me to have the team I want, I'm not going to go Harry Grant. I'm going to go Robson instead. I think it's a fair pick. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna criticize anyone, and I would not be surprised. I reckon Harry Grant will probably. If I'm being conservative, I think he'll be ten points better than Reese over the first five to seven weeks. I know they've got a soft draw, but I reckon Harry Grant's ready to pop off and go big, um, bigger than he's already gone before. Um, Ruben Cotter, six hundred twenty three thousand. If you're looking, he's available in the front row only, isn't he this year? We've lost IPAP out of the front row. Yeah. If you going to go a premium, um, you can go Joe Tuppany or you could go Ruben Cotter and get a slice of a Cowboy. He had a ripping year last year.
1: He did, didn't he? He was he was, was, like, there was a lot of hype around him going into the season, but he still did surprise. Like, we didn't think he'd be an origin bolter. I thought he'd play, you know, reasonably well. I didn't think he'd end up starting. More... Did he start? Yeah, he started at Origin, didn't he? Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, I've obviously got Val in there. I had to mention him cause he's in my team. He's a premium, um, at 724,600, but you know, I feel like everyone can have a treat. You're treating yourself to probably the best two fullbacks you can have obviously with doubts over Pappenhausen and, and Tommy Turbo, your treat is to get the two top two, probably fullbacks. I've gone and got what I think is probably gonna, I, I would not be surprised if Val, Holm is the, Val Holmes is the top, averaging center winger seven rounds in
1: yeah yeah and I think that's fair I mean if, if we were to see that Latrell oh not Latrell if we were to see that Turbo was definitely playing round one I'd probably only Dal Holmes myself
0: yep um look uh some people have sent through to me a team that's got Nani in there instead of um a Fafida or a you know a Murray or a Crichton. Is there a case for starting with oh, Nano?
1: Yes, there is. Yes, there is. You're asking the wrong person this, you know. <laughs> um I would I was I'm I'm probably this close to starting uh Nano over for feeder, you know. I'm a massive fan of him. I, I think he could score potentially a try again for the first seven rounds of the season and, you know, reach that sort of 7580 average after seven games I think he got absolutely bonkers early on and you know if I keep talking about Jeremiah Nani enough I'll have to pick him over for Fida.
0: <laughs> well I mean someone was like um sent through a question for feeder versus um Hudson Young versus Nani my question my response to them was, Hudson Young, can he replicate the tries that he got last year? I still think he'll be a great second rower this year. I just can't imagine that he could score as many tries as he did. He's never had that before, you know, like mm. um, about him. David Fafita, he's got to do something that he w- w- dropped off last year, getting involved. And, you know, the year before he was, what, 14 tries or something? Yeah, he has been a try scoring second rower, but I have no doubt that Nanai will score a bunch of tries this year. Maybe not as many yeah. as he did last year, but I I reckon he can he'll he'll be a try because he's so good under the high ball. That's it that's the difference yeah. between him and the other two is that he gets unlikely second row tries because he's so good in the air. Um yes, I think he could replicate it. Yes, I love it as a if, if you're a port hunter and you want to I think everyone should try to get a slice of the Cowboys early draw and I don't mind a Nani. Yeah, I'm
1: just putting in for the photo.
0: Oh, there you go. Live trading. Um, all right. Well, I think we're on the same sort of page about where we think the Cowboys are going to line up. Let's Ooh. finish it off um, the show because we've just gone past the hour mark. Let's go over to the Rabideaus. Um, Yep. I'll go through how I think they're going to line up. Obviously, it's going to be Trell in the fullback. Um, you're going to have Alex Johnson A- A- Johnston and Isaac Thompson to start the year on the wings. Campbell Graham and Isaiah Tass in the centers. Cody and Locke Elias in the halves. Savita um in your front row, Damian Cook in your nine. I think Burgess is going to start in the front row. Keon koloa Matangi in your second row with Jai and Cam Murray in the 13. I think it's a pretty settled round one uh, f- f- top 13, isn't
1: it? Yeah, no, it definitely is. I, I think I'm almost identical to you.
0: Um, Saliva Havili, I think he's an underrated footballer. I, I obviously, yeah. back from my Raiders days, I think he's good to s- spell an injury in Hooker. He's actually looked like one of their more damaging sort of middles when he's come
1: onto the field. He's, yeah, no, he's been, yeah, he's been great as a you know, running forward. That's becoming more common. He's been, he was great at that last year, and I, I think he'll he'll carve out a decent role. And if he can get. A high PPM, you know, he could be undervalued. I'm not ruling him out as an option.
0: Yep, um, I've got Liam Knight. Um, had his head troubles, um, yeah, you know, last year, but I think he's looking healthy from what all reports. I think he'll jag a bench spot. I think Selle, um, was very good for them last year. He impressed me when I saw him come on. Um, and I think he's just a real solid footballer. I think he's grown stocks wise over there. Um, and I'm going to say Mowali. Um, is, you know, they've got some people there that could take that role, but we're big on Moali, aren't we? Because we all want him for the bench. So Havili, Moali, Knight, he- Sele on the bench. Yes, Tane Milne is lurking, which could hurt us on the um, Isaac Thompson. Taff, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to come into consideration. You've got Saluka Fafita, mm-hmm. who could take Mowali's spot. Um, you know, he was a big purchase there from the Roosters, wasn't he? Um,
1: and he's he's got a yeah. about him. Yeah, no, he does. He's also a bit. He's a bit ill-disciplined. Yep. As a Roosters fan, I remember, you know, just screaming at the TV quite a lot when Slocum Capita was playing. You know? yeah. He can he can lose you a game just as quickly as he can win you a game. You
0: know? Absolutely. Um, so I, I
1: wouldn't. I, yeah.
0: You got yeah. Jacob Host, um, who's a pretty solid footballer as well. That could could pop, possibly come in. Marmazulis will be there, obviously. You know, if you get an injury to a, um, you know, a Damien Cook or over Origin, I think he might come on into the team. Shaq Mitchell came on, um, last year. I don't know if he's going to be there, taking a bench spot from one of the ones I've said. Um, you've got Jed Cartwright who filled in. He's a good depth sort of player. Um, Cheekam for the same reasons, a fair depth player, and um, Hawkins. I think is in the halves as a backup as well. So, tell me if there's any differences for you.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I've got. You know, Latrell at the back. Johnston, Isaac Thompson as my wingers. Kevin Graham and Isaiah Tass in the centres. Katie Walker and Lachlan Elias as the halves. I've got Tola and Tom Burgess up front with Damien Cook as the hooker, of course. Aaron Tangney on the edges. Cameron Murray at lock. Then my bench is is a bit different to yours, actually. I've got Blake Taft there. Jason Domitrio said we want a utility. Blake Taft's been our best player this preseason. He's demanding selection pretty much with his performances so far. So I think they'll put him at 14. I've got Jacob Host there. They love to spell Jairo. They don't like playing there for 80, and they may not play Karol their there for 80 either. So you've got Jacob Host who can spell them. Moali I've got on that bench. I think he's he's burnt this spot. I, I'm I'm aware that how, of how well Sele played last year, but I think Mowali's the future, essentially. And then I've got Saliba really, Avili, of course, who I think will have an excellent year yet again. you got nothing for Knight, Liam Knight. Nothing for Liam Knight, no.
0: Yeah, oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I think utility-wise, I mean, look, the, the thing about um, that bench is if they get a backline injury, they don't really have a lot that can cover it, do they?
1: Um, I, I guess past could. To, an, to an extent. yeah, Taf can. Year.
0: That's why I think he could be a chance. Um, because yeah, there's no Kalawa probably the closest you've got to someone you could put into the centers out of the forward oh, host, I,
1: probably. Oh, my team host, probably. Yeah, could go well, there, but you know,
0: yeah. So, I mean, look, it could be Selle out. You've got some big bodies in Haveli Moali, you know, and if they go with Liam Knight or whatever, uh, or a host or something, they've got pretty big. They've got some big bodies in there so they could probably afford to go for a, a taff who could probably spell a minute or two in hooker could go into the halves if you needed to and probably you know if you get a backline injury he's just bit versatile i think in that way won't do any of them mm. outstandingly in my opinion but he'll do it he'll do a job um well that's the um the bunnies they've obviously got lots of relevant players latrell mitchell i've got him as a green because um you know, we talk about the best hookers and the best halves. You, it's like going Cleary and Hines, going Teddy and Latrell is probably the best combo you can go in the fullback position, isn't it?
1: Yes. So I've just been sent some breaking news. What's that? That it looks it looks like Braden Hamlin Ueli is going to join the Warriors from this seat from this year.
2: Ooh.
1: Yeah. So um, yeah, you'll know that you know. Uh, it it's it, it's a rumor. It's not a strong rumour, um, so, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But in the event that Hamlin U.L.A. does go over to New Zealand Warriors, it's, it's Royce Hunt time, you know. But again, it's a rumour just from a New Zealand, an account called New Zealand Warrior Whispers on Instagram, nothing official. But it, it's a bit, the first bit of news that I've seen on it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, Royce Hunt, was getting picked late last year to start, wasn't he, in their front row? Um, He's got a good point per minute as well. Um, So Latrell Mitchell's probably one of the better, well, top two you can go in the fullback position. Isaac Thompson, I think he's pretty safe to go. I like him in their slick back line better than I like Milne. I'm not a big Milne fan. I think he's a bloody egghead.
1: No, he's a bit of, I I mean, I enjoyed owning him in uh, 2021. When he got named on the wing and he was available in the second row, that was fun because it was it was the year of just pick, pick wingers wherever he can really. Yeah. Um. So that was fun to own, but yeah, as a person, he's a bit of a buffhead. Put apart. Well, I
0: mean, it. look the suspensions. He, he's a liability on the field. You've already got Cody and Latrell. How many of those can you have? And Saluka for Fida. How many can you have in your on your field at the same time? Um. Cameron Murray is an absolute weapon. Um. He's matchup proof. He's one of the most desirable players you could have, I reckon, in Super Coach, particularly in the second row. Um, Do you think that because he's one hundred and fifty or one hundred thousand more than a Fafita type, or he's he's even more way more expensive than Angus? You know, I is he is he a go for people to start the year? Um, yeah, no, I don't
1: think I would go there. I think Angus is Angus, the better one of the, of those two. And then I would even take yeah. the feeder. Yeah. I mean,
0: boat. I, I love me a bit of Cam Murray anytime I can own him. Um, Damien Cook, is there a case for going, you, you, if you were, if you were going to go Damien Cook, you're going him instead of um Harry Grant because the cheese is absolutely locked on. So, I mean, if you're partial to a cook, who was only two points behind, um, he uh, surprised me last year. Cook, um, could you go cook?
1: You could go cook. I'm not a fan of going cook. Not when you've got Robson, who's probably your option if you're not going with Harry Grant. That's right. Um, and you you're going to go Harry in. Grant.
0: Get a saving. You know, that's what I. Yeah. That's my view. Get a saving if you if you're not cook. Seven hundred ninety thousand. Um. Obviously, Moale is one that is interesting because on merit, like you said, I think he gets a bench spot, and it feel you feel fairly confident that he's going to be a cheapie that we can have. Um, you know, on our benches. Um, Keon Kolo Matangi came on in leaps and bounds last year. I'm not saying it's around one team sort of stuff. He, you know, he, he's cheaper than um, Nani. I mean, he's more expensive than Nani,
1: isn't he? Yeah. No, he is. He is. And wait. He, he is. He's $700,000.
0: 700000 So you go, yeah. Nani. Don't you? With their soft draw. South have got a hard yeah. draw.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he definitely would go now. Nah, sorry, my mind's all over the shop. But um, look, I'm,
0: at some point in the year, I mean, last year, there was people that owned Cologne, So It was either 50 or 100. He sort of has that about him, but he got to 700K last year and yeah. he had a really good run of games.
1: Um, I, I loved owning him last year. I owned him from, I think, after the first buy, when when going to round 17, I had him for that buy and I held him right through to round 25. and He was a blessing.
0: Um, Campbell Graham is somebody that I really like as a footballer, 664,000. Um, so, you know, he's 60 K cheaper than Val. Um, I don't know if people are going to go luxury buys and start with the Campbell Graham on a tough run. Um, but there might be a time in the season that you go, um, Campbell Graham, if he say drops down to 500, you could do a hell of a worse than grabbing Campbell Graham. He's such a steady scorer for super coach purposes.
1: He is. Um, I will if I'm investing, you know, a fair amount of money for a gun centre wing, I'd look at the Cowboys first. And if I'm not looking at the Cowboys, I'm looking at Brian Tao or Rockwell Miller, probably. Uh, Campbell Graham's not really on my radar early on with that hard draw. Yeah. But draw is not everything. So yeah.
0: I think he's one of the kind of backs that, you know, does well even in a hard draw, but one that doesn't usually do as well when they've got hard games is Alex Johnston, 713000 Um He is the perfect guy to get when he drops in cash and you get him when he's mm. bottoming out, not to start the year at all, not with a hard one.
1: No, he, he usually starts slow too. He should drop to around 550 sort of thing. And then you realize, oh, yeah, I reckon, I reckon he's due. And then you bring him in until, shoot the lights
0: out yet again yep you put him you put him on your watch list and you wait till the price bottoms out now we're going to finish the show um i've I've opened it up just for some questions because obviously people are getting we're getting closer to round one and people are putting in um sending me questions all the time so i thought it might be good to ask you these questions and see what you've got to say and i'll throw in my two bob um the first one here from cody is it worth um it to start with the Knights, Braley over Grant, if I start with Teddy slash Drinky at fullback, am I crazy?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll explain why. I, I've seen the numbers on Braley. I understand the numbers. I get it. But you're talking about a guy who's come back from a Kiwi's injury. You know, he only played half a season last year. He's had no preseason. Yes, he'll have a full preseason this year, but. To expect him to bounce back to work the level that he was at before after uh, doing an ACL in twenty twenty and an Achilles in twenty twenty two. It's a lot to ask. I just don't think he's gonna quite live up to the uh he's not gonna quite perform the way he was. Have that explosiveness out of Dummy half, which I think is integral in in um in point scoring at hooker. So I think he drops off a bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, I think you go cheese as one and you pick from um, Robson, Cook, or Grant, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and that's just, it's one of those stressful positions. Um, you know, you don't need to go drink water at the fullback. Yeah, I mean, look, if you don't, don't want to go Paps and you don't want to go um, uh, oh. to, Tommy Travoy, bitch, yeah. If oh. you don't want to spend on Luttrell, you're sort of between a rock and a hard place. Like, I've got to find some cash if if um, Tommy Turbo's looking... Dicey, you know, I'm gonna find some decent cash. So, you know, it's it's an idea, but I would not be going there. I'd go elsewhere in your team. Um, If Ponga gets the fullback and five eight, does he interest interest you at the price he's at to take a five eight um, as a five eight possibly in your squad?
1: Yeah, he does, and he could come at the expense of a back rower. It could come at the expense of a front rower. You know. I can move Schuster around and essentially bring in Caelan Conner, you know, and have Matt Burton there. It's a very feasible strategy. Um, I think I'd rather watch and see
0: yeah. first. Though. Yeah. I don't know um, what he's – Um, his scoring's been off, in, you know, for a yeah, while since he's
1: been made a class. He's not even guaranteed yeah, oh, to
0: goal kick, is he?
1: Yeah. No, he's not because Hastings there now, so he could be either one of them.
0: Yeah. So um, – Oh, look I I think Pong, oh, look I I'm unsure if Ponga is even going to be good at 58 so I don't know if I want to own him for Super Coach playing in 58 but yeah,
2: it's
1: not going to cost you every interest me yeah not gonna cost you an arm and a leg long. though is it no nah, no nah, it's not how much is he like 500 yeah I think so we'll
0: have to wait till we get to the Knights. um yeah. Grant versus Robson we've already talked about it why we like Grant we're never going to have to stress about it but as a Robson owner you're always going to be like has this I been worth the 150,000? I saved, you know. Yeah. Um, is he getting close enough for it to have been worth it? Um, Trell versus Pap versus Turbo. Obviously, you think because you've done it in your team, you think it's worthwhile. Just don't stress yourself out with the health of Paps and Turbo.
1: Yeah, get Luttrell. Yep, that's what I've done. I mean, you've got a goalkeeping fullback playing in a top tier team. Um, uh, it feels like it's going to be. You know, a really good uh, selection because he, yeah, he's fixture proof. You know, he yeah. just does well against all these teams, against anyone. And I feel like he could be, you know, for the next little while, possibly the second best fullback in the comp behind Tedesco. I think Tedesco's got the, the best fullback mental yeah. pretty much for as long as he'll play now because we've seen that he, you know, availability. he's he's second to nine. He's never getting injured. He doesn't have these niggling issues. He doesn't have patches of form. He's just always good. And so I think Latrell, he's going to start edging towards that sort of tier.
0: Yeah. The thing is, I kind of, part of me feels like even if Tommy Turbo and Paps Get, they get their early season or round one, whatever. Um, I feel like because of they're a bit underdone, it could be a slow start for them and they build to the elite sort of levels that they're at. Um, a preseason, we say, we're well, like, they didn't get a preseason. They just came in a bit underdone. So they almost do their preseason in their first three, four games. So, yeah. um, you know, it makes sense if, if, you know, if you can find the cash. Um, how do you see the Storm pack? lining up. We haven't done the storm yet. Um but it could be somebody who's interested in a bit of a Katoa type purchase. Um yeah, sure
1: how do you think would, you go I'll on put it here? Uh I in my opinion I've got Tammy and Wilt starting in the front row. I've got um Harry Grant Hooker. I've got Katoa and uh Tarek Sims on the edges. I've got John At lock and then a adventure of Tyron Wishart, Nelson, Solomon, Trent Loyero, and Tepo Moroa.
0: Rightio. So, I mean, um, oh, you know, take of that as you will. Um, Adam Elliott or Mitch Barnett, decent options?
1: Question oh. you know. Um Barnett would be if we saw that he was goal kicking. If he's goal kicking and he's starting either at lock or the second row, things get interesting. You know what I mean? Because if he's a goal kicking lock, that means I have to play in big minutes just about. And if he's a goal kicking second roller, well, that's that's a golden commodity as well. Um,
0: Sure. I'm sure uh, Sean Johnson still kicks, doesn't he?
1: uh, I think He's he's looking absolutely sensational, Sean Johnson tempted. I'm tempted. I won't do it, but
0: I'm tempted. Yeah, we're always tempted by Shaw Johnson, but I mean, looking fit doesn't mean he's going to have an absolutely ripping year. I like Adam Elliott. Um, I loved having him at the Raiders. I'm sad that he left. Um, He's got to be playing decent enough minutes in that um, Knights outfit, hasn't he? But it could be a lot lot of what we used to get frustrated about Mitch Barnett at the Knights. That's how I feel.
1: Yeah, um I'm I know that Whisper is a massive fan of going Elliot at thirteen round one. But I'm just I'm I'm tentative because I know that they could do something stupid and they could be like, Well, we have Kurt Mann, let's go with him you know, they could do they could invest in someone young, they could put Jacob Saifee there, they could blood Leo Thompson, you never know what they could do. They could do mm. anything there. I if in my best team I'd have Elliot starting at thirteen, right? Mm. But you just don't know what they'll do, and you don't know the minutes.
0: Yeah, I mean, is it? There's some unknowns there. He's a big signing for them, I think. Um, yeah. So, look, if your money, if you, if it's a money thing, I I would probably prefer Elliot personally because I don't think Barnett's going to kick goals. I mean, look, if Barnett even played eighty on the edge, we we were just like, if Barnett plays 80 he you'll score 65, yeah. 70. Yeah,
1: exactly. So you're um, going to on to that and he would be a top tier selection. Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, look, the last question I've got in here, is a gun second row forward essential?
1: No. No, I don't think it is because you you could have a feasible second row of Aaron Clark, Luke Garner and Elias Akatoa and I'd say that's a pretty solid second row and you should do well this year. You know? So you don't need to have a gun second row. It's just that you're going to feel safer knowing you have one of Dave Everfeder or Jeremiah I or as we said before, Cameron Murray, Angus Crichton, you know, these four guys, they're different, but they they make you feel safe knowing you've got an elite back rower.
0: Yeah, you've got a 70s sort of guy. If you go yeah. these middies, you might have a, a 50s, and you lose 20 points there. But if it's gaining you 40 points elsewhere in your team, you end up in the black. Um, No, it's not essential. You look at teams and you go, um, that's the build they've gone with. You can see that. There's some people that have gone ultra cheap in their front row. There's some, I think the other place that I've seen a lot of ultra cheap this year is in the five eight, you know Um, and centers as is the case. All most years are the places where I'm seeing you can go cheap. Um, not necessarily. I think Burton's going to probably outscore the two cheapies that people go with. Mm. Or maybe, you know, if you go with the Sullivan in there and Schuster, it could be a genius move. you know, Sullivan can come out and average 55, 60, you know, and it'd be an absolute star. But I don't think much for the Dragons this year. But, um, look, just set your build however you like. I, when I go three cheapies in my starting lineup, like a, a, on my build um yesterday, I had Hopgood as my third front, uh, second rower. It didn't feel nice i prefer having him as someone i could reserve on the bench found some cash to get um ellie katoa in felt better about my team so make your build however you like but you know you're going to have a strategy it could be cheap in some areas maybe front row is where i prefer to do it in the second row personally i like to have one gun personally but it's not essential at all is it
1: no it's not essential and you know, it's all about where are you spending the money that you've made. So if you're investing in your spine, then I think it's usually a worthwhile investment.
0: Yep. Um, well, that's going to be the show. Basically we'll come and do some team previews. Oh, I think next it will be probably what the Cronulla sharks, the Raiders and probably the Melbourne storm. I reckon we'll do um, three Probably. well, not the Raiders, but <laughs> there will be some relevant ones in the Cronulla lineup probably as well. The big wet head, beautiful man, we call uh, Nico Hines. One big key one we'll talk about. Um, but Nathan, thanks so much for chatting, Super Coach NRL. Fast approaching, getting exciting. Um, lots of changes in teams. Even if, uh, you know, Hamlin Yuelli goes over, there's news happening all the bloody time. You know, you. Yeah. It, if that happens before our next podcast, we can obviously talk about uh Roycey Hunt, um, who's, you know, a bit of a PPM demon, isn't he?
1: Mm-hmm. He sure is. And he's one that will be on many people's uh watch list in my opinion, if he if we see Hammond well he move on.
0: Yep, definitely. Well, we'll talk to you again soon, eh? Um, thanks for chatting. Yep. Now, anytime.
1: Kick and chase by Mullins, Kick and chase again by Mullins, This'll be a miracle!
2: Oh, it is a miracle! Oh my goodness! You won't see anything like that again this year! And maybe.